Welcome to the Gigabyte Podcast. I'm Mayor Tracy Markley, and I'm so excited to share my conversations with community members and local business owners. So grab a bite and let's dive in. Hello, everyone. Thanks to everyone watching on YouTube and those that are tuning in from anywhere podcasts are available. We're so glad you've joined us. And today I am so happy to have Creston Barr, Superintendent of Peninsula School District here to join us. Welcome, Creston. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Thank you for me. Thanks for coming. Tell us a little bit about yourself and your background and how you, how you came to be the superintendent. So thank you for asking. I am the superintendent in Peninsula School District. This is my, the end of my second year. Um, prior to that, I was eight years as the superintendent in Eatonville School District, which is a school district of 2000. And at that time, I was hired to really do an innovation around STEM and STEAM. There was a school board that was very passionate about really looking at children's interests and working mm -hmm. with family and community, creating schools and programs that were really vital. They had a vitality, innovation, um, and we were very, very successful. So I come to you from, uh, this is my 10th year as superintendent, now, prior to that, I was in um, Tacoma, Washington as an educator. I have been a middle and high school science and health teacher. I've probably done every job there was <laughs> in middle school. I've been an athletic director. I've been a head coach. Wow. I was a cheer advisor. I was ASB. So I've had really a long time to learn schools and school yeah. system. When I was a teacher at Mount Tahoma High School, we had an opportunity to do the High Achiever grant through Gates, and I had the opportunity to really see what um, grants could do in changing the lives of and the trajectory yeah. of students. At that time, um, the Gates grant gave us the ability to give our all of our high school students that um, applied and were accepted which was about 85 percent of those students received a free four-year university wow. scholarship wow. books tuition all was paid and so that really as a teacher i was a science teacher uh, ap science teacher biology um, that gave me an opportunity to have a front row view of what it looks and sounds like when you partner with community partners mm -hmm. and really try to change the lives and systems for children. And so that is my background and That's I'm amazing. happy to be here. Yeah. That's amazing. Thank you. Every time I talk to you, I learn something new. Yes. So I, I love it. Yes. And so can you tell us a little bit about Peninsula School District's strategic plan and, and when it was adopted? I know it was fairly recent. Yes. So that is a passion that I have is working with boards. Mm -hmm. our, our board of five in Peninsula School District hired uh, myself as the superintendent um, to really cast a vision. So yeah. what we did is we took the Peninsula Promise was the previous concept of strategic plan. But even before that, the strategic plan had really sunsetted, mm -hmm. um, certainly during COVID times. Yeah. And really the focus on students and programs had not been revisited. Mm -hmm. So the board of five, I had the opportunity, it really was an honor. It was one of the first things that we did together. We had a visioning meeting for the board of five to really talk about what they believed about children and what they wanted for the children in yeah. Peninsula School District, in Gig Harbor proper, and also on the Key Peninsula. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so really bringing 
all of the schools together with the concept around our strategic plan. And this is our strategic plan. It is on our website. Nice. This is the one pager, but using words such as inspiring and empowering mm -hmm. every child every day and really articulating a mission around being the best school district in the state that prepares every child to be a successful global citizen. Mm -hmm. So that word global mm -hmm. really allows children to be able to go out, reach out, yeah. see, because we know that Gig Harbor and Key Peninsula, we know that these are wonderful communities and our children will be nurtured. And we know that the job market, we want our children to be able to go out as graduates to be successful wherever, wherever they, they are, go. right? Yeah. In the world yeah. economy and the global community. Um, I love that. That's we amazing. have to do that by providing really innovative and rigorous programs. But also, and I would say, as we have come out of a pandemic, worldwide mm -hmm. pandemic, the sense of belonging mm -hmm. and, that, and that students feel like they really matter yeah. and that they are a part of something, um, that it's a culture that's accepting mm -hmm. and is allowing for children to really grow and thrive and also our families. Yeah. So really yeah. that's our mission in Peninsula School District. And I just wanna highlight our five values yeah. is excellence, but also character, having a well-rounded, mm -hmm. really good, authentic opportunity, hardworking and respectful. Mm -hmm. Those are things that are really difficult to, you know, we don't yeah. test for those, yeah. but we have to plan our systems that give children opportunities to prove yeah. and to grow and to fail and to And to learn, learn from those, yeah, right? yeah. Um, confidence, culture, and the last one, which I love, is really we value the sense of curiosity, mm. is allowing children to imagine, to have a sense of wonder, yeah. and to have programs that support that. Yeah. So it has been a wonderful journey. We all last year, worked we reached out to our community many of you audience you may have had an opportunity to be part of our online we had both online and in-person mm -hmm. community meetings mm -hmm. and um, the board had an opportunity to have their product plus so they did change something yeah right yeah hearing back from families what about this we really want our children to yeah. have this you know the arts and yeah. stem and yeah the things that matter you know, access to books and mm -hmm. access to um, after-school clubs mm -hmm. and activities, all those things. So that's all in our strategic plan. And um, we have five goals and we're working on all five of those yeah. goals. So that's great. Yeah. So this is our first year and we've yeah. been a little rigorous with our metrics yeah. to make sure that what we are measuring is accurate mm -hmm. and we will be adding metrics as they um, especially around community involvement yeah. and our partnerships as yeah. we grow those. We're, you know, we're struggling a little bit at times to figure out what do we want to measure? Mm -hmm. How deep do we want to go? Mm -hmm. It's much easier for our educational system to think about academic excellence or, you know, so it's a really good process and we're yeah. open to um, growing into the strategic plan. So it's a yeah. five-year plan and we'll revisit it as we're going, but um, all of our programs and our school officials, they're really using it to really set the tone and yeah. set the direction for where That's we want great. to go. That's great. That's yeah. great. I was I had a chance to visit, I think it was Artendale 
the day that we visited Artendale Elementary and they were playing with these little robots. Yes. Um, they were building them and then like running them around. And mm -hmm. I just thought that was so cool and so fun yeah. that these kids could just create this thing and then it just and make yeah. it make it go, make yeah. it do the commands they were telling it to do. And I thought, this is so fun. Where was that when I, when I was well, in school? And I think the amazing part is, you know, as adults, we look at school the way that we remember it. Yeah. And there's so many tools. And in fact, our students are creating and innovating their next iteration yeah. of how they learn. Yeah. Um, and so instead of just being rigorous, mm -hmm. um, uh, in a way that we used to, yeah. like this is the way that we used to do it, just really incorporating and leaning forward to the fact that we will learn alongside children mm -hmm. because they, children never put barriers in front of them. Right. They are right. the first ones to, I mean, how many of us have our phones and, you know, our teenagers come, <laughs> yeah. right? Or, or um, I'm like, will you please help me with this yeah. app? I don't know what. Right. And they're like, right. sure, do, 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 and they just right. do it. Yeah. Right. So we yeah. are doing everything that we can to incorporate that. Mm -hmm. And that is the probably the one reason that I love, love my position is that I love to come alongside students and staff at all levels and say, what is it that you wish that we had? And then mm. making that happen. Yeah. And trying to remove the barriers. Yeah. Because there's a lot of bureaucratic, there's <laughs> yes. a lot of rules, there's yeah. a lot of things that say you can't do XYZ. Yeah. And I believe that, that that is my job to really be a vision caster, but also to help children realize their dreams yeah. alongside the other adults in the system. Yeah. I love so. that. Well, and speaking of partnerships, we are so fortunate to have a city council and a staff that are really supportive of the city and the school district working together on multiple projects. Um, so maybe we can talk about some of those exciting things that are coming up. I know you have something special that you're launching next year, I believe, right. LEAP, if you could talk a little bit about yes. that. Well, this is the first time I've talked about it publicly. Oh, it's so exciting. I've only talked to students about it. So. When I came in last year, I have a firm belief that I need to really listen to students. And really, if we ask students where in the system they could enhance, yeah. they're the first ones to tell you. And they are the consumers, yeah. right? Yeah, they the are. The fourth graders, the third graders, even mm -hmm. the kindergartners, right? And their families, of course. Yeah. But going to students, going to the source. So this year, as last year, I started a superintendent student advisory where students were selected by the principal. So we had three, we have Henderson May, mm -hmm. we have Peninsula High School and also Gig Harbor, and they send representatives. So we just had it probably three weeks ago where we brought mm -hmm. students in and they looked at the strategic plan and we said, is this really what our system is allowing you to do? Yeah. And they pushed on it a little bit. They said, that culture of belonging, we need opportunities. Mm -hmm. Because you have to remember just even a year ago, we had required mask mandates. Yeah, yeah. And so really children being able to sit together yeah. and being able to converse with teachers, all of yeah. that, Yeah. especially in our younger grades, you know, mm -hmm. we had kindergartners in first and second grade that didn't have what we consider to be a normal school, yeah. right? Yeah. Time. 
And, and so they only knew people from here. <laughs> only I know. Uh, I'm, how weird is that for I our know. little our little ones that had to that went through that? It you know? has been really an amazing ride. Yeah. And we're through. Yeah. And now Thank goodness. It's kind of a new jump start. Mm -hmm. So um, next year I will be starting a program that um, we are going to entitle Leap. So it's legi it's legislative and educational. Um, advocacy um, for Peninsula Schools. I love it. And so thinking of the concept of skipping stones, mm -hmm. that, you know, once a skipping stone, then it leaves concentric circles, that our students would be able to really lean into, whether it's a legislative mm -hmm. um, issue that has come up. So like mm -hmm. this year, we had students that testified both in the House and Senate. That's amazing. Um, for the Purple Star designation mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. really trying to get that yeah. um, passed at the, and it's still out there, so we're waiting. Yeah. But we had a student that was willing to do that and met with legislators. So both from that standpoint, as well as the educational mm -hmm. advocacy, mm -hmm. really advocating for programs, trying to be, um, really innovative in the work that we do, but also making sure that students have a voice and choice, mm -hmm. especially because one of our core values is really that culture of belonging. Yeah. So listening yeah. to all voices. And I need students to keep me humble. And I know that board values students because we have yeah. students on our board. Yeah. Um, we had an opportunity to go to Norway mm -hmm. this time last year with our sister city. So one of the partnerships that we have with the city is to partner with Buda Norway. And that is now official. Yeah. Um, we went, but we had the opportunity to see a youth council mm -hmm. that was both sponsored through the schools, but was with government. Yes. So how that's going to work, I think you and I can work. We're working on the logistics as we speak. Absolutely. Yeah. And then so, we can meet with you and kind of make that actually happen and yeah. so exciting. I'm really I really am excited that we're going to have our youth more involved in the government process. Mm -hmm. And because these are our next city council members, Absolutely. our next mayors, our next Absolutely. city administrators and and staff and so it's it's critical that they understand government mm -hmm. and the function of government and what the government can right. and can't do absolutely. should and shouldn't do yes. it's it's very important and same with the school absolutely what the school district can and can't do yes. and i think a lot of times the kids they they don't understand mm -hmm. and that's why they're so frustrated sometimes mm -hmm. so i think the more we can educate mm -hmm. them on the relationship of mm -hmm. government and district government and chamber, government right. and any entity, nonprofits, what, whatever partnerships exist, yeah. they're, they're important mm -hmm. and they have different functions. So well, it'll be exciting we know to see in that. any community that if there are strong schools and strong partnerships, mm -hmm. especially with municipalities, mm -hmm. that people want to come and move there. They, they do. They want to put their yeah. children there. They want to raise their family. Yep. They love the parks, all mm -hmm. of those things. So. Mm -hmm. The earlier that we can get students to understand the connection and the yeah. interdependence, yeah, and all the students that I meet, they love this area. Yeah, they love whether they're out on the key or they're here in Gig Harbor. What I hear is that they love. It's a beautiful area. Mm -hmm. They love the access to all yeah. of the wonderful things, the hiking, um, the excellent education, yeah. whatever their experience is. Um, 
just partnering with our community yeah. partners has been an honor and a pleasure. You and I started about the same time. We did. So we just always have had that connection to make things yeah. better together. Yeah. Yeah. I have very much appreciated that connection yeah. and it's it's very it's needed. Mm -hmm. It's needed, especially as you said, coming out of COVID. Yes. Um, how do we connect people again, right. especially kids, right. especially kids? And right. I know we have some other things coming up. Um, our HR department is working with people from your HR department mm -hmm. to talk about how we can get some high school students job shadowing for city jobs, mm -hmm. coming in and learning about mm -hmm. what is it like to be a city engineer? What right. is it like to be uh, a city administrator? You know, come and job shadow and then um, actually have some opportunities for them to kind of like do the job for a day, yeah. follow someone around for yes. the day. Um, because we're trying to mm -hmm. keep families that want to stay in the mm -hmm. area. Well, let's, let's get them jobs that are going to last a long time that they're going to love doing and love the organization that they're a part of. And mm -hmm. we hire, we're going to get some seasonal hires, some mm -hmm. high school students for summer jobs that are very needed during the summer. Absolutely. Our maintenance team is like extra, yes. going extra on yes. all the things outside, you know, whether it's spreading beauty bark or right. fly, watering flower baskets right. or right. just pavement maintenance projects. Anything that the kids can help mm -hmm. out on is, is really good. And that really aligns to our CTE, our career and technical yes. education. Yes. And realizing that students have different pathways. Mm -hmm. And so learning and having, having like big brother, big sister kind of mentors yeah. because not all of our students want to go, you know, from A to B. They mm -hmm. want to go from A to Z and yeah. allowing them to do that. You and I are, are one of the largest employers yeah. in this area yeah. as well. So seeing us as an organization that actually hires, I don't know how many times I tell students, I always say, you would be an excellent, you know, teacher. You would yeah. be an excellent principal. You yeah. would be an excellent, uh, you know, staff member. Please come back. Yeah. And, um, and continuing and knowing that there's an open door policy, I think is really yeah. important for students to know that. Yeah, there's not I, I totally agree. Way. There's not just one way mm -hmm. and one direction. Mm -hmm. so. and, we sh and even more so now, that's very even more so. evident that it's not just the way it's always been done. Right. And you don't have to do things the way that it's always been right. done. Right. Um, so you and I have talked a little bit about your first year in this role and now into your second. Mm -hmm. What are you most passionate about and do you have any personal goals as superintendent? Well, of course, I always have personal goals. Um, well, one of my personal goals is to really make sure that I understand the system that I lead. Mm -hmm. And it takes time. Yeah, it does. And it takes time and trust enough so that people tell you the truth because they know that you're there for a long period of yeah. time. Yeah. I'm taking over after many years of um, kind of churn. Yeah. And so I have really committed to being here for, yeah. a, I'd like to be here for a decade. Yeah. And so this is my second year and I know that I'm understanding our organization better and better every mm -hmm. day. Mm-hmm and navigating through that. I would say one thing that I'm very, very passionate about and very proud already about is that um, we have had several of our elementary schools apply for STEM, being a, a statewide STEM school, um, and have received grants. So currently right now we have three of our schools that have mm -hmm. received significant grants and have been identified as STEM lighthouse schools. 
those are elementaries. That's great. Um, as well as we had a couple other schools that really wanted to be identified and asked. And I said, why don't we do this together mm -hmm. of art schools? So I know that there's a, a large art um, community here, um, whether that's performing, whether that's um, visual uh, and really partnering. I look forward to partnering more with some of our arts council. Yeah. And really fleshing that out. I love my passion is really to look at a community and listen to parents and say, what is it that they want? Mm -hmm. And then creating the very best schools in a public setting. So it's a yeah. little bit different, right? Yeah. Um, and that all schools in Peninsula are places where people want to put their children. Yeah. And so all the variety of different activities that I attend, just know that I'm there because I'm participating, but I'm also eager to learn and know how we can do things better. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so, and it's, it's a long process. It is. And you're never, ever done. Yeah. Right? That's yeah. the thing about our jobs. Constant you're learning. You're never completed. That's it's right. never all, you just get better and better and better. So it's that's an right. honor and a privilege. And that's really what I'm most passionate about. Whether I go to the crab feed, which uh -huh. is awesome, by the way, over on the Key Peninsula, all the crab. So I didn't know that you should not wear white. I did learn <laughs> yeah, that. Don't wear, don't wear white because cocktail sauce, probably not uh -huh. good. Whether it's going to a game, whether it's going to a match, um, just the sheer um, joy this year, because last year we really were pretty yeah. closed. Yeah. So if you go to dance, this is the first dance for many of the children yeah. in three years. It's amazing. And so just capturing that mm -hmm. and just really relishing that and creating systems where we say yes. Yeah. I love it. That is my passion. I love it. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining me today. And thank you for all, all of you for watching. We will have Creston's contact information under the, in the description under the video and also on the uh, podcast platforms. Um, I really enjoyed our conversation. I always I, enjoy. I, I look always forward enjoy to our partnership together with you. So thank and you. And now thank stay you. tuned for our local business spotlight. Welcome back to the Gigabyte Podcast. Each episode, we feature a local business, hear about their story, and how we can best support them. And today, I'm so happy to have Annie Butcher, owner of Sneffins Catering, to join me and to join us. Welcome, Annie. Thanks Thank so much you. for being here. Thank you. It's my pleasure to be here. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about yourself, and mm -hmm. I understand you're new owner, yeah, is that right? And how long, how long ago did that happen? Uh, three months. Wow. Yeah, Congratulations. yeah, just really new, but I've been with the company for 35 years. Wow. Yeah, so Amazing. it's kind of starting from the bottom and moving my way up. Yeah, that I love happens. it. Yeah. I love it. So can you tell us a little bit about your catering services, mm -hmm. what types mm -hmm. of events, what, what are your right. um, menu options, anything you, you want to talk to us about? Sure, we've been in business for 50 years now. Yeah, Sharon Snuffins time. started the company, and so um, we started out mostly in corporate and social events, and then as time went on and recessions came and went and things happened yeah. over all those years, we really threw ourselves into the wedding industry. And yeah. so most of our business comes from weddings, um, but we, we still do quite a bit of large corporate events mm -hmm. and also social, memorials and mm -hmm. birthdays, mm -hmm. things like that. We also have 
um, uh, trade options. So people can come and pick up trays of food for their little social occasions. That's Christmas, nice. birthdays, things like that. So That's yeah. great. I saw a little bit about some of your wedding services. You offer a lot of free services that just kind of come with mm -hmm. more than just food. Can you talk a little bit about that? We do. So we go ahead and do, for our couples that are getting married, we do free tastings. Mm -hmm. We do um, a little goodie basket for them to take at the end of the night because one thing I hear quite often during consultations is, um, my mom and dad said they never tasted the food at their wedding. Oh. How sad is that? And so right? they put a little bit of everything from um, the buffet or dinner into a basket and their cake or cupcakes in there and they just get to have a little That's something nice. at the end when they're driving away and they're starving like <laughs> I was at my <laughs> yes. wedding. So yeah. I did taste the food at my wedding but not a whole lot of it. Yeah, I was hard. just, you're up and you're talking mm -hmm. and you're, mm -hmm. and you don't realize until you get back, you get to the hotel, yeah. how starving you mm -hmm. actually are. Yeah. So that's really nice yeah. that you do that. Absolutely. That's and really nice. Yeah. And we do little cards for a little menu card on each guest table. So that's, people are nice. able to see what they're going to have for dinner. Um, and those are just the little touches that we do yeah. to make sure that um, everything is kind of covered in a nice, in a nice professional, fun way. I love it. I love it. Where can our listeners find you? What is the best way to get a hold mm -hmm. of you if they want to schedule something? And we'll have your contact yeah. information okay. as well under mm -hmm. in the description. But yeah, where, what's the best way to reach you? It's our website, mm -hmm. which is snuffins.com. Really easy. Super and easy. Um, on there we have. You can go on and and talk to the little bot, and they will oh. contact us. <laughs> but it's nice because we do go ahead and have our um, our offices staffed Monday through Friday. You can pick up the phone and call us anytime, and we will answer in person, which is rare these days. Everyone's busy, but we make sure to do that. Yeah, that's um, important because most of what we do is so very personal. Yeah, and yeah. or you can simply email. Okay. And you can get me personally at Annie at snuffins.com. Great. Great. Yeah. We'll make sure we have that on the podcast platforms as well, where people are listening and not watching on YouTube. So they'll, Great. and on our Facebook okay. page. Okay. Is there anything special that you would like people to know about you or about okay. Snuffins Catering in, in general? Anything you really want people to know about your company. I think the main thing is how professional we are, how mm -hmm. we take such very good care of our clients. Um, I started as a server, worked my way up as a supervisor, and then working in the office and then planning events, and then became general manager about 15 years ago. And then when Sharon Sneffen decided to retire, finally, <laughs> bless her heart, um, then I went ahead and purchased the company. And so I wow. know it inside out and back and forth. Wow. And, um, and it's just really getting into what our clients really want. Yeah. And we deliver exceptional service. Well, I had the pleasure of tasting some of your Good. food at an event that someone threw for me. And I have celiac disease and mm -hmm. a dairy allergy. Mm -hmm. And you were able to accommodate all of that. And right. That was so amazing because I never get to eat catered food or buffets yeah. generally wherever I'm I go. Sure, yeah. And it was such a treat to know what was safe and it, and, and that it was all safe. Yeah. So I appreciate that about oh, your company good. so much. Absolutely. I know that our other 
there are maybe other people out there with allergies yeah. that would like to know that you actually offer those we do. options. So. We do, absolutely. Um, Sharon Snuffin has family members that are celiac. Mm. And so she dove right into it and we figured out how to modify our menus so that we can accommodate everyone. And, um, and the food tastes great no matter it what. It doesn't, it you really don't does. have to make big changes, so. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for You're joining welcome. me. I so I've enjoyed getting to know you. I can't wait to have coffee with you soon yeah, that'd and be fun. get to know you more. And thank you all for tuning in. I hope you'll join us again next time. Enjoy your week. <laughs>